Hello, everybody, and welcome to B Squared C, a podcast celebrating the stories of women of color in the corporate world. I am your host, Nancy, and I hope everyone is safe and sane wherever you're listening to this from. My guest for the month of September was the amazing Busi Cezani. Busi absolutely blew me away. I mean, I could not edit down this podcast episode from the amazing conversation that we had. And if you haven't listened to it yet, go over to the show notes and bless yourself with it. We talked about a lot of different things. She has so much wisdom, but the most outstanding uh, topic that we covered, or at least the one that was a big takeaway for me, was around purpose. You see, Wussy knew her purpose from a very, very young age. Having access to privileged spaces in post-apartheid South Africa, she knew her presence in them was itself very powerful, and she has since embraced the purpose of using it to drive critical conversations about inclusion. And she's taken this all the way to her current role as the Inclusion and Diversity Lead at a company in Amsterdam. She had me reflecting on my own purpose journey. Unlike Busi, I only came into my purpose in this last few years through a series of experiences. And I actually wrote a really great essay about it. Today, I want to share pieces of that journey and more importantly, what I have learned that is keeping me going and helping me keep my head in the game um, as I live out my purpose in different ways. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it from and be that amazing friend and colleague who shares good things with the people in your life. I promise you, they will love you for it. Now, let's get into this reflection. So, I am incredibly passionate about equity. I spend my time, energy, and talent thinking about how can we make this world a more fair place for everybody? How can we create uh, platforms, resources, and opportunities so that systematically disadvantaged people can also live out their dreams. And that's particularly uh, thinking about women and people of color. The motivation for my purpose actually comes from a very personal place. Um, living out, uh, a, as a, having lived experiences as a black African and immigrant woman who has mostly had to fight for access to the opportunities that afforded me uh, my dreams. Now, as mentioned, a few years ago, I wrote an essay to articulate these sentiments um, that I will put in the show notes so that you can have a read. Now, besides my day job, which is in the healthcare industry, I am also an entrepreneur who has built several platforms and communities um, around the topics that I just uh, talked about for women and for people of color. And B squared C is my latest venture on this. But let me take you through how my purpose journey actually unfolded. It all starts with my professional ambitions. I work in corporate healthcare right now, and it is actually not a coincidence that I am in this space. 
Healthcare is more than just a job for me. It is a calling and something that I intend to take all the way to top leadership. And I'll tell you why in a couple of minutes. Now, my passion for working in healthcare comes from growing up in Zimbabwe as part of the HIV AIDS generation. I lost a lot of friends and family in this epidemic that was ravaging our society in the 90s and 2000s. I mean, at some point, the prevalence of AIDS in my country was 30%. That means one in every three of us was HIV positive, which is pretty heavy, you know, for a country as small as ours. What really, really exacerbated um, the uh, epidemic for us was not having access to um, healthcare. A healthcare system um, is not equipped to handle this at all. And at that time, antiretroviral drugs were uh, still not accessible for us. So yeah, we were dying in our numbers. So my very first career goal was to win a Nobel Prize to find the cure for AIDS. And I knew perhaps from that young of an age that whatever happens, I'm going to work in healthcare somehow. Now, I took this dream to college in America, studying biology in my first degree at that time on track to become a doctor. I changed my mind about that. I have talked about that in some episodes um, of the podcast. But I, and it was an experience that was about, um, you know, realizing that I wanted to have more impact than what just happens in a hospital. I wanted my talent to have more impact than, you know, one-on-one with the patients. So I pivoted from science and clinical medicine to public health and the business of healthcare. So that is the journey that took me to my current organization, where I am building thought leadership and strategy and innovation of how corporate healthcare organizations like my own can think differently about innovating for uh, healthcare solutions that fit the environment and experiences of resource-constricted parts of the world and vulnerable populations. So really with pursuing my job is um, where my purpose really played out at first. Now, like everybody else, I was poised to optimize this path. And this is something I got to realize lately as I embraced um, being a multi-hyphenate. We're all socialized to grow up and become this one thing, right? People define themselves and introduce themselves with their jobs for the rest of their lives. And this meant for me that I believed for a long time that to have the impact I wanted to have, I will only have it when I am at the top of my industry, when I become um, a C-suite executive. But as you know, my road to the top has been hella bumpy. I'm putting a reflection episode in the show notes that I did um, in season one on my journey, which has been defined by being an immigrant who is just trying to live out her dreams in different parts of the world. My journey goes from the highs of graduating from a top MBA program in the world to losing my right to work in America, the country that is my adult identity, all the way to moving to Europe and feeling like I'm starting over again in a new part of the world. 
I used to be so frustrated with my journey, especially when I compared myself with others who I started with either in school or in the company. I could go on LinkedIn and see that my classmates were at least two promotions ahead of me uh, by now. And I would feel like my career is just stagnant. It's not moving. It's slow. So I decided to take matters into my own hands and actually do something about my situation myself. So here's the little known fact. My entrepreneurship was actually initially all survival tactics for me to keep my corporate leadership dreams alive. Let me tell you how. The first venture that I created, the women's network in my con- in my company, uh, it's called Philips Women Lead, or as we refer to it, PWL. It was actually initially me looking for ways to accelerate my career. At the time when I brought this idea to life, I was struggling in the company. I had just moved to a new continent. I was working for a different business entirely, which was a small part of the company where I didn't have, you know, my whole network was like two floors of people. I really was just didn't know where I was going in the company. I started PWL to help me find support. Uh, so more people like me and to also find mentors um, who can help me with direction in the company. Now, it turns out thousands of women across my company were feeling the same way as I did. And now PWL is a whole movement that is really changing the future of what leadership looks like for women in our company in many ways. Then comes B squared C. Now, B squared C was one of the many ways in which I was trying to figure out, okay, if I'm not going to get promoted fast, how do I gain the skills that um, I need to, or the proof points rather, that I need to show that I am capable of leading uh, in this case. And before that, I had been doing this in many other ways. For instance, I was doing some private consulting. Um, I would work with startups on their marketing or strategy projects. And it was really a way for me to grow myself away from my desk and from the role that I had in the company in that time. Now, you all may know the story of how B squared C came to life. I shared it in the very, very first episode uh, of this podcast. And really, it has now grown into something way more than that. It's a vision about community for Black women, um, thinking about our careers together and supporting each other so we step outside of this space with way more confidence because women, black women, people of color, the future is diverse. Leadership is changing right in front of our faces. And I'm excited to be part of that um, vision. The last venture that I am uh, very, very involved in is uh, around coaching. Um, so my friend and I coach Africans who are applying to top business schools around the world in a non-profit uh, that we've been working on for several years now. Now, here is the deal. All of these activities have actually done what I needed them to do. They have grown me as a leader. I have learned to lead teams influence people, make and execute strategy, and vastly improve my communication skills. All 
sort of skills that are pertinent to growing into the commercial leader I want to be. However, working on these ventures has given me something else I did not entirely plan for. They've given me a lot of personal joy and fulfillment. And the realization of why all these activities matter to me so much and what has evolved into what I understand now to be my purpose actually follows thereafter. The thing is, when people look at PWL or B2C and the business school prep program I run, they look like disparate activities. I mean, they're not even in the same industry, right? but they are actually not disparate. They have a connecting thread and that thread is equity. PWL is about equitable access to advancing uh, uh, women in my company. And B2C is about equity in storytelling and spaces for black women to find each other and support um, our dreams. Business school prep program is about equitable access to higher educational opportunities. Most of all, in immersing myself in all these activities, I realized I am actually living out my purpose and passion for a fairer world now. Keyword being now. I used to think that I would only have the impact I wanted to have when I land in the C-suite and I'm part of an influential conversations in the healthcare industry. But actually, that is not so. I am touching people's lives now, and this matters to me so much. This re big realization has led to a huge mind mindset shift for me in many ways. The frustration I used to feel about my career, its slowness, and the unfairness of the world to not, um, you know, systematically let a woman, a black woman like me, thrive, is now gone. It has been replaced with three big life lessons that I continue to embrace that I would love to share with you. The first one is everything happens for a reason. I know everyone says this and it sounds cliche, but my life is a true testament of this in many ways. I'm personally not religious, but I've come to truly embrace that in life, the chips fall where they should and the universe works out how it should. My years of struggling with driving my career inspired my entrepreneurship, things that would have never happened if I did not go through what I went through. I got kicked out of America and it was shitty at the time, but it landed me in a much better um, situation. Most of all, I now work in a culture that gives me plenty of time to pursue my personal passions next to my job, at least the level I'm at right now. Additionally, what seems like slow movement in my career has actually also given me the time and space to develop into who I want to be. I absolutely was not meant to already be a director at this time in my career because then I would never have time to build B squared C. I no longer feel the pressure and urgency to get to the top, and I'm no longer chasing a dream. I am instead living it right now. 
I am actually where I'm supposed to be. So believe me when I say everything absolutely happens for a reason. My second lesson is that your journey is exactly that. It's yours. So own your story and your journey and so many amazing things comes from that. I already talked about how much it would get to me to not be as ahead as my peers, right? That I would go on LinkedIn and just be incredibly frustrated. And let me, let me admit this. I had moments where I could not enjoy other people's achievements. When I was denied the work visa in America and other people got it, I was like, why them? And like, not me, you know? I would see people who I started with in the company be so far ahead and it would really, really, really get to me. But understanding my purpose and embracing my individual journey has freed me from all this. Now I am genuinely excited for the steps that all these people I know in my life are taking. I understand that they are on their journey and I am on mine. I'm staying in my lane and really just enjoying every step that I'm taking. The last lesson I want to share with you is around how authenticity is just this incredible superpower that we should absolutely all be tapping into. Knowing my purpose has helped me show up as truly who I am in all the spaces that I am in. Now, this was the broader theme of the conversation with Usi. It has come up a bunch of times um, in different uh, episodes on this podcast because it is such a complicated topic, especially for women of color. To borrow Busi's words for a second here, we have been marginalized to the point of thinking we have to change everything about ourselves in order to succeed. I mean, people of color have invented code switching um, to describe how we act in predominantly white spaces versus when we are just by ourselves, right? Authenticity is something that is absolutely easier said than done. But once you get it, you get it. Having clarity on my purpose has given me this confidence that is absolutely amazing and undefeated. For instance, I don't feel losing my job anymore. And I absolutely challenge things more and speak up more there, um, knowing that whatever contribution I am making is towards my purpose. Next to that, I've also stopped romanticizing my relationship um, with my company. I work for a great company um, and I love being there, but I've also have come to understand that it is just a vehicle for me to um, live out my purpose. And if the circumstances or new opportunities fit me in the future, I can actually go and live out my purpose elsewhere. There is a unique freedom that comes with feeling this way. And I really, really wish that for all of us. Overall, having clarity on my purpose has helped me shift my mindset from the rat, rat race I thought I was on to get to the top in the corporate world. I am no longer in a hurry because I realized, like I said before, my impact is actually 
happening now. I am living out my purpose as we speak. It gives me also just a lot of time to make calculated moves towards um, my corporate leadership goals without compromising my um, values, uh, also without fearing that I may not have a legacy. Let me finish up by sharing my current thoughts on a big question that people often have when they meet me and they learn the breadth of things that I do as a multi-hyphenate person. They always ask me, will I ever leave the corporate world to do entrepreneurship full time? The answer right now for me is no. Healthcare matters far too much for me to do that. And I'm always finding inspiration every day um, to continue doing this work. Recently, I was reading about vaccine access inequity, where poorer countries are struggling to get adequate amounts of vaccines and richer countries are hoarding vaccines. And those are the moments when I tell myself, this is why I'm here to challenge this reality and to be able to do it at the highest level of the corporate world. So no, I think that the goal I have in the corporate world is so important to me um, that I will not abandon it anytime soon. So there you have it. That is my purpose journey, or at least where I am at with it right now. Maybe in a few years time, we'll be talking something different, right? Now, to summarize my biggest life lessons that I have embraced on this journey, the first one is there are just no coincidences in life. Everything happens for a reason. Even if you don't see the reason in the moment that you're in, and I'm now always trying to remind myself of this in every situation that I am working through. Secondly, embrace your journey embrace your journey. You are on your own path, in your own lane. And once you understand that and internalize that, it frees you tremendously, especially from pressure of comparing yourself to others. Lastly, when you truly show up as yourself, you are unstoppable. I have experienced it and so has my guest Busi and a lot of the women you have heard on this podcast. I want Biscuit City to be the place where black women embrace their authenticity fully and step out into the corporate world with uh, a lot more confidence and, and purpose. I'm actually working on some community concepts um, around this platform, so please stay tuned for more. That's it from me this week. Thanks to my wonderful September guest, Boosie, for inspiring this reflection that I shared with you today. Now, I would love, love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Are you on a purpose journey? Have you figured it out? Come over to the Biscuit C Instagram and LinkedIn page and let me know. If you like what you heard, go ahead and give this podcast five stars wherever you're listening to it from. Don't forget to share it with your network. Lastly, you can also make a small donation to help keep this podcast going. You can buy me a coffee with the link in the show notes. Until next time, I am your host, Nancy. Be safe, be empowered, and stay inspired. <music>